man, what a great day to be an Eagle. Mercy. All right, Eagle Nation, welcome back to Gata Talk, your favorite Georgia Southern podcast. Matt here with you, joined as always by Cody. And Cody, I, I got to say, man, I'm pretty jealous and envious of you. Um, I didn't think I would be, um, but in retrospect now, <laughs> I'm pretty jealous, so I'll explain. Um, and unless, I, we, I don't think we mentioned this on the episode last week, we did mention it on the UAB podcast that we were featured on as guests, um, but unless you listen to that, you probably don't know this backstory. So Cody attended not one, but two weddings last weekend. Yes. Um, both family weddings, Correct. I believe sister-in-law and cousin um, but sister-in-law was Saturday, obviously during the UAB game. So, <clears throat> you know, he it was in middle Georgia. He wasn't sure if he was going to have reception. He was following along as much as he could. Yep. He was in the wedding right as a groomsman. So he wasn't able, uh, obviously he had all, all that comes with that um, responsibility wise, all the festivities. So um, yeah, Dev wasn't able to watch the entire game, able to just kind of follow along on his phone here and there. Um, I, of course, was able to watch the whole game <clears throat> from my home in Colorado. And uh, yeah, in retrospect, man, I think <laughs> you came out on top. You know, normally I would say that it should be illegal to have a wedding, uh, especially in the South um, on a Saturday in the fall. Um, but uh, honestly, yeah, you, I think you came out on top uh, missing that one. I know, obviously, you went back and, and watched it. Um, but uh, but yeah, that was uh, I can only describe as an ugly, ugly football game. <laughs> um, so congrats to you for finding well, something better to do choice. on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're right. I, I kept up with it as best as I could. I know I sent you the text that I kind of thought the first half would come out slow. Obviously, from not really watching it, I didn't really know how bad the slow start was. Otherwise, I don't know if I had sent out the prediction that I sent to you via text. Um, But no. Which was what, 42, four or one, something like that. I can't remember pull exactly it up. which. Um, okay. But um, but no, I, it was one of those things in which um, I think it was 42, 31, 34 is where I put it. But I, the when I went back and watched the the video on on YouTube, it was it was not it was not what I expected to say to say the least. I was very surprised by how poor the effort was, um, especially in the first half. It looked like we were getting it going, and then we just fell apart at the halfway through the fourth quarter. Yeah, so I mean, like it's it, it's funny, and obviously, again, you went back and watched it. <clears throat> but if you were to have like, if if you stepped in to record this based just on you know stats, right? Just based on um, may, maybe not individual stats, and we'll get to those because those weren't those weren't no, pretty, pretty um, for certain certain individuals. But when you look at just like the overall team stats, um, and you know, kind of take the score out of it, um, you know, maybe look at box and whatnot, um, it's not that bad, right? I mean, you heard uh, Coach. Helton in the in the press conference on Monday, over 400 yards of offense, right? Yeah. 418, 204 passing, obviously lowest of the season um, by by a lot, uh, but but 214 rushing, right? We we have those uh, numbers last year. We're ecstatic, right? Yeah. We're yeah. we're like we're we're crushing it. But it's one of those where you you have to look beyond just like the basic stats, high level stats. And actually watched the yeah. game. And, and yeah, we, we came out incredibly slow. Um, it looked like we did make some adjustments, obviously falling in the 21 nothing hole, um, able to claw our way back, um, make it a one-score game there, um, have a chance to make it a one-score game once again, um, you know, at uh, towards the end after, you know, they go up 14, um, get in the red zone, throw the third pick of the game. Um, that was obviously the big difference in this one. And we talked about the turnover battle, talked about how yeah. – um, We've lost now two weeks in a row in the turnover battle. Obviously, went our way, um, losing 
mentioned uh, two nothing in the turnover battle um, in Lincoln against Nebraska. Uh, you know, won it obviously against Morgan State. Uh, this one three zero uh, difference. Um, just yeah, can't have it. Like, like you know, like I said, I mean, if 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 we we're probably not going to win another game this year where we yeah we can't lose sure. the turnover can't battle, turnover especially battle. by a, we can't give away margin. possessions. And I felt like that's really what we did in the UAB game is we really gave away possessions, especially when we were kind of getting close or getting back into it. Um, you mentioned high-level stats, and I think the the one thing that floored me was that we ran at least 83 plays in the game. I think, And if you'd have told me, hey, they're going to run 83 plays, I'd have said we win yep. by probably like three touchdowns because of the way the styles contrast between us and UAB, right? AB, UAB is more of a ball-control team. We're more, let's get it and go. We had 23 first downs to their yeah. 21. We were like 11 20. for 20 on yeah. third down. They were four for 11. So, again, you look at those team stats, and it's like really uh, other than the turnovers. Yeah. Um, and you're like, okay, yeah, we're th- this is, you know, at at worst a one-score exactly. game, um, you know, but, but yeah. No, and so I don't know. This was a very weird game to watch. Um and I, I think, you know, you look at the first drive they come out, it's like 16-play drive. Okay, you know, that's what that's what they do. Um, we come out, I think we get like a first down or two, then we have to punt the ball away. Um, I think it kind of goes back and forth, and then they get like a really good punt return, right? They get like a really good short field, and then they get the second touchdown off of a big pass play. And then, you know, right then and there it's 14 nothing, and we still just come out flat. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think, let me put it this way. If we were going to lose a game, right, this is not a bad game to lose. Okay. Like, like it doesn't affect conference. Um, you're not going to become bowl eligible by winning this football game. Um, and there's a lot on tape that we can go back and look at. I feel like as a team and say, okay, we can fix this. We can fix that. And they did something different. They dropped eight back a lot on us. And I felt they like they yeah. forced, they were trying to force Kyle Van Trees to really like check it down. Um, and there was a lot of throws that I was just baffled by. A lot of throws that right. were going yeah. off. To a the, lot of the decisions. Like, a lot. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, the just, throws were bad. The decisions yeah. might have been worse. Um, I mean, a lot of air under the throws. Um, you know, he, you know, you know, was leading receivers too long or too short. He was throwing over their heads. He was making them get tough catches. I mean, you know, you want those matchups like we saw against Nebraska where, you know, you, you have some of those like jump balls or you lead them maybe a little, you know, a, a foot uh, too far and, and want them to make that kind of diving catch or whatever, where only they can get it. But yeah, it, all the throws looked kind of yeah. off. Um, anything that was like, 10 yards or more downfield that wasn't checkdowns um, or screens. Um, but also just the decisions to throw that direction anyway was, was bad. Yeah. There were a lot so of like, throws yeah. that were into double triple coverage that just was like, why are you throwing it there? Like either scramble and run for a couple of yards and slide or just throw it out of bounds and just live to fight another day. Um, yep. There were also some plays in which there was a check down guy or somebody else that was wide open that we didn't hit. Um, I feel like right now the, the one of the issues that they have to look at is is I feel like the quarterback gets tunnel vision almost. Like he has a guy picked out before the play even goes. He's like, that's where I'm going to go. And it doesn't matter yep. if, you know, somebody on the other side yeah, no, is, no is wide yeah. open or, you know, if you let the play develop, you can see a hole in the zone and that somebody's going to be there. Nope, it's all right. If I got singleton picked out i'm gonna throw it to him whether he's but open that's partly or by or design two. though right i mean I think with, sometimes... with this like air raid style offense i mean it is very much like predetermined well, a, a lot of sometimes... times i mean because that the whole idea is to get rid of the ball within like it second, is but you also half. have to understand how what a defense is doing as well right if you have three guys and they're doing you know certain routes that's going to clear out one side and you have a a running back going out to the flat where well, you can get it to him and he can pick up 10 yards. Like you have to understand some of those intricacies of the game at this level. Um, and so I think that stuff that I hope as the season goes along, that gets better in time simply because this is a new offense for him, right? Like I know that he's been a Buffalo, yep. but this is still a new offense for him. 
So hopefully as the yep. season goes along, he this gets better. Um, but they threw something new at us. This is a great game for Ellis and, and company to go back and say, okay, what did we do right? What did we do wrong? And fix it. Because if people think they can just drop eight back, this is what we're going to see with Ball State. This is what we're going to see with Coastal. This is what we're going to see with Georgia for State. Sure. And, and there's just drop eight and force us to beat them that way. Um, I do want to say the – but again, there's there's two there's two parts yeah. to it. I don't want to like spend you know twenty minutes like ragging on. No, no, no we're not. Because obviously, yeah, no. you know, uh, yeah, it, it it definitely is like a one eighty performance. But there's no reason to pick. No, right. No. So like you know, he he was national player of the week. He was Sun Belt uh, offensive player of the week um, in the win against Nebraska, deservingly so. And yeah, I mean, it it did look completely different. Was the defense better? Yes, I think it yeah. was. Uh, obviously, Nebraska's uh, defense is not very good. Um, <clears throat> You know, they just let go of their defensive coordinator, right? It helps but, when they um, wear white and, gloves and can hold you the entire time, too. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, that. And and Nebraska's a, a young defense, too. Young team, but young yeah. defense, where UAB is very experienced, kind of like us. They have a lot of uh, fourth, fifth, six-year guys. Um, so, you know, there was that. They obviously watched a lot of film. They did their homework. And, and yes, they dropped eight. They, they they played us well, and we're going to continue probably to see that until we have an answer for it. Um, but I feel like we do have again, an answer for the it. two. I think we do have an answer for it. But like the two the two parts of it again was not just the reads and the progressions. Yes, that obviously has to get better, especially if defenses keep throwing this at us. But the pass, he just had off. Yeah. Right. The passes just weren't there. I mean, he was putting way too much air under it. Um, he was take like, even though he was eyeing his receiver, cause I, I noticed that too. Um, he was taking way too long to get rid of yeah. the ball. Um, he had several throws where, you know, he, um, threw it a second too early or a second too late. Um, and again, this, this offense is all just very much like the option, right? It's very, uh, it's all about timing. So, um, you know, all those have to be, especially if it's uh, predetermined of kind of like who you want to throw to, it has to be on point. And more often than not, it just wasn't where it was against Nebraska. Um, and it was against Morgan State for most of the game. Um, so my point that I guess I'm trying to make here is like it was one game. It was yeah. a bad game. Yeah. We all have bad days. I don't think that's going to be the norm. I don't think that the Nebraska game was um, out of the norm. You know, Yeah, I, that wasn't like, a I, 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 Yeah. That was not a fluke. So so I think this is a bad game. Is it going to be the last one? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Um, but again, I, I think this isn't the but average. See, that's this where I what... think Ellis and company on, on the coaching staff have got to say, okay, his throws for Dave, for whatever reason's off. We have a, a trio of running backs that, yep. are, that, that can carry, can carry this, team. this team in an offensive line that as of now has is a night and day difference from last year that we can really utilize, yes, right? So, I mean, Jalen White had a great game. Um, O.J. Arnold had a fantastic game. And, and yep. Joel Green, even though he didn't have the numbers I'm sure he wanted, he still played really good and had, I think, a, a, gosh, it was like a five-yard run that he had to get a first down on third and five that he should have been started the line of scrimmage, but he got it. Um, yeah, five, five yard average, nine carries, 46 yards. Yeah. OJ Arnold, six carries, 28 yards. And then Jalen White, 14 carries, led the team, uh, 116 yards, um, 8.3 yards per carry, two so, touchdowns. And I, th- I think that's where kind of my frustration lies in certain drives in which you start to see, okay, let's let's utilize the running backs a little bit more. Like if they're picking up good chunk yardage and we're getting some. some which they seem to yeah. do a little bit, but then they would. Yeah, go back. Go, yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right to the passing. And, and what I didn't understand was like, you know, the, um, of again, looking at the high level stats, like 204 yards, not bad. Right. Uh, obviously once you look at, okay, you threw the ball 50 times, 24 or 50, that's no, not good not at all. The three interceptions, not good to, to one touchdown. Um, but the 204 yards, but when you go back and watch the film or rewatch the game, um, the majority of those were runs after catch. It was the check downs. It was the screens. It was the quick up the middle stuff. Again, anything, 10 yards, maybe even like seven yards or more downfield just wasn't no. there all game. Um, and, and that, that's, what's puzzling to me and, and somewhat concerning from a play calling standpoint, as we still learn more about, uh, you know, this, uh, Brian Ellis offense, um, is, is yeah. Like you said, when we have this arsenal of running backs and, and the wide receivers, 
just utilize them the right yep. way, right? The the quarterback doesn't have it today. We're going to focus on the run game. We're still going to run 80 plays, but the majority is going to be run instead of pass. And then the passes that we're going to do, we're going to throw everything underneath. And we're going to do check downs if it's not there. And we're going to do screen design screens and things like that where we get rid of the ball, get the ball in space um, when, yeah, and then not expect uh, the quarterback to throw, throw down the field. So that's, that to me was kind of the big, you know, um, like eye opener in this one was that, you know, we we saw what was working. They didn't have an answer, you know, for a run game. Really, the offensive line did play really well. Um, they passed blocked well yeah. too. Um, but but yeah, like why are, why are we pressing the issue of like just trying to throw downfield when it's just not effective? And honestly, it was somewhat effective against Nebraska. But I mean, the the most effective thing in the passing game against Nebraska and Morgan State was the check down stuff and the like quick outs, right? Quick outs or like quick slants, you know, up the yep. middle. Um, so, you know, let, uh, again, yeah, use every blade of grass, get the ball um, in space to your playmakers, let them make plays instead of throw it up and pray, mm-hmm. right? Which I, I feel like we were trying to like. Do a lot. It, it almost, yeah, it almost seemed kind of like DeBess and Roos again, where it's like, ah, just throw it up and you know, we'll see what <laughs> happens. You know, run under it. And yeah, that it just wasn't no, working I, that day. So hopefully it's a learning experience. I, I, I don't know if Ball State will drop eight consistently like UAB did, but there's going to be some team down the road that's going to look at that and say, okay, this is how we're going to play them. And we should have, we better have an answer for it. Because other teams will then copy paste until either we lose or we figure it out. So uh, I don't know. I don't have much more to say on the offense except for that. As discouraging as it was, I think it was more us being ourselves than really anything UAB did. I just think we out we it just, was. We just well, outthought so, ourselves, right? Like we didn't just take what they were giving us. If they're gonna draw back did, eight, just run did. the ball. You have five on three. Linebackers Correct. are taking a step back immediately when the ball snapped. So just run it down their throats. Um, and I just think we just just kind of got it. And I don't know. I either outthought ourselves or just didn't. I don't know. There was some of that. I yeah. Mean, I, just... Like with most things, right? There's no one thing. No, there's not. Like, like, right. I mean, there's not just one thing. So people are saying like, oh, well, like Nebraska's just terrible. So like this kind of erases that all together no. and blah, blah, blah. And their defense is garbage. And, but, but here's the thing, like UAB's is much better. Yes, it is. UAB's is much better. It's by far the best defense that we've played this year. Um, it may be one of the top defense, one of the yeah. best, one of the top that we'll see this year, right? It might, it's probably going to be top three. Um, could be two, could be one. Who knows? You know, uh, we'll, we'll get to the rest of the Sun Belt here in a second. Um, definitely question marks kind of all around. But um, yeah, I, it, it was it was a good defense, but it it wasn't just that, right? I mean, it it was we we played. Better. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, play calling wasn't as good as Nebraska or Morgan State. Um, Kyle had a uh, off game, like we said, um, and. And UAB was, again, the best defense that we faced so far. Those three things are going to result in not a very good Mm -hmm. day. And frankly, the fact that we were still in it with less than seven minutes to play and and closed it to to one score twice and um, had a chance to do it, you know, late there and uh, have a chance at an onside kick to, to make it interesting honestly like is impressive yeah so to me to me that's actually like i'm optimistic the more like i've had a chance to kind of like mull on this because i mean we played bad just all around and if hopefully that's the worst we play all year but if if that's the worst we play all year and we're only losing by 14 to to a good UAB team that was good last year that contended in that conference and will contend again and honestly could really have a chance because Western Kentucky looks average. Uh, UTSA does look good, but I mean, UAB could win Conference USA. And, you know, you say what you will about that conference, but they have some pretty good teams, um, at least at the top. And, and yeah, this is a good team and again yeah just the combination of of we had a bad day all around they played well they were at home they had that in their favor um so yeah it was just kind of a perfect storm of stuff and like you said earlier really in the grand scheme of things it doesn't matter we're two and one we try to go one and oh this week we return home um to close out non-conference schedule and we continue on and and to be fair 
this is not the 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 offense's fault, right? That first half, the defense played terrible too. Like it was yeah. not great. Um, no, I mean poor tackling, poor angles. Poor not angles. the angles. Were, I mean, that the tackling was bad, but the angles were probably worse. And obviously, yeah. like they they go hand in hand. So, like, yeah, it was not beating. It was the lineman to the hole. We ice. we've called it out all year. I mean, it was the case against Morgan State. Um, and honestly, I mean, as good as that running back was at Nebraska, um, McBride might be better at UAB. I mean, he's yeah, a he's good, good back. Um, he really is. And and on it, you know, they. This is a you know again kind of like making my case of 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 UAB. You know they're two and one now. They lose to Liberty. Liberty should have beat Wake Forest. Um, they only lose to Liberty. You know twenty one to fourteen because they turned the ball over four times. In, like we turned the ball over conditions. three times. All fumbles in wet conditions. All fumbles. McBride had something to prove, and he went out there. They didn't turn the ball over at all. Um, they didn't even fumble the ball, I, I don't believe, at all. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you know, that like they came out with a chip on their they shoulder. Did. And, I, I honestly, I think all of the Conference USA teams kind of have that chip. Um, but, but yeah, so and, – and they took it to us. And, again, the fact that we were still in the game as bad as we played and as well as they did um, I think says something about – optimism yeah it should it should um let's not let's not be too pessimistic on this on this episode because (laughs) you're right as for as bad as we played we still had a legitimate shot of tying and winning the ball game late in the fourth quarter um and that kind of shows you i think the grit this team has um defense did turn around in the second half for the most part uh and then you know it's just we just if this was last year's team we would have lost by four oh yeah, yeah 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 we would have if we went down twenty one nothing that quick it would have never no. I, I don't think we would have ever chipped into no. that lead um and thankfully we don't have to play another game on stadium <laughs> you're zero <laughs> right. two when we have to play on that channel so. Here's to here's to this week. Yeah, because it was es it was ESPN either plus or three when we played uh, FAU at home. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's ESPN plus or yeah, whichever one it was. ESPN plus. Yeah. Yeah. So no, so no. On to next week. On to or this week against Ball State. Ball State. So uh, anything to tie a bow on this one, Cody? Uh, Defense wise, I mean, we kind of touched on it. Um, yeah, just any other no, like themes there. No, I mean, honestly, it just goes back to tackling. They just got to get better technique and better fundamentals at it. I mean, honestly, it's, I think the most frustrating part so far with the defense is seeing the yards after contact. I mean, yeah. that's, I yep. mean, especially when I mean, you go back to Nebraska, but what was it? The third touchdown in which the guy, he gets to the hole and yep. then he just two, three, four guys just hits him and he's just, all right, I'm just going to keep on running. <laughs> Just, and we're not getting any favors. No. I mean, we'll get to Ball State here in a second. But man, I mean, the first the first four teams that we faced, which is crazy. I mean, and maybe it gets better with with Sun Belt play. Not not that, um, not discrediting any of the, uh, any of the running backs in the Sun Belt Conference. But man, we faced four or three so far, and about to be four really good running yes. backs in this yeah. non conference slate. And uh, yeah, and including Morgan State, and I mean, I and like I said, I, I think it's gotten better every week. And 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 yes, our our rush defense is a problem. It's a it's problem. It's a work in progress. Um, it's it's a work <laughs> in progress. The angles are a big problem. The tackling is a big problem. Um, you know, we're weak at linebacker. We knew that. We don't have a lot of depth or experience there. We're losing them. Um, obviously, t- uh, Todd Bragley. Glenn, Hopefully, he returns um, soon. Huge loss. Hopefully he returns soon. We haven't. I haven't heard. Cody, have you um, any news on that? Hopefully it's not a season. No, they mentioned like it on the yeah. weekly radio show, right, with Danny and, and Coach Helton. And I think if I remember correctly, Coach Helton said that structurally the X-ray came back fine. I think they were doing an MRI, but they hopefully will have them sometime during the year. Like it doesn't right now appear yeah. to be season in ending. Um, so yeah. obviously that was the case for Sam Canerson. Um, I don't think we had got a chance yeah. to mention that on the podcast last week because uh, the MRI, I think we mentioned he was having an MRI after we were recorded. Um, unfortunately, he is going to miss the season. Um, obviously much younger player, um, so a lot of future ahead of him. Um, 
TBG uh, obviously is, I mean, uh, had just a bad string of luck. I mean, there's no way, no other way to put it. Um, but I mean, you talk about just a leader, um, someone that leads by example. Um, and yeah, no matter how long he's out, hopefully it's just a, a week or a few weeks um, and not the season. But regardless, you know, he's going to be um, there and, and, and still be that leader. Oh, yeah, on the sideline, sure. Even if he yeah. can't be on the field. Um, so yeah, de- definitely thoughts with him, um, uh, speedy recovery, um, whatever that looks like. And, and hopefully, you know, as, as a veteran guy and what in his seventh year now, I yes. believe, um, with, with everything that he's gone through, um, hopefully, yeah, he, he gets to, uh, close this one out on his terms. So, um, Cool. So, uh, going from that, yeah, let's, uh, switch. Well, actually, I guess before we jump to ball state, I think it is fair to say, and it, it puts things in perspective a little bit, Cody, right? Uh, last week, um, with last week with, um, the, the, you know, obviously when we beat Nebraska easily, not even an argument, best, uh, week ever for the sub. Yes. Right. Without question, um, <laughs> this week, this past week, um, maybe the worst. <laughs> uh, I mean, collectively, right? I mean, you, you talk. Uh, we we talked about the hangover. Are we going to have a hangover? How are we going to respond to back to back road games? Uh, yeah, we all right. went to the same Full conference. Party. We all got yeah, just as like, drunk. <laughs> yeah, we all we all did keg keg stands. We all did the fireball shots. <laughs> um, you know, we turned off our phones when we should have just like scheduled the uber and you know it's here we are so like let's let's hope that you know we we drink those electrolytes and refuel (laughs) and we're ready for next week because i mean man like when when you look at these scores not just the scores but obviously who they lost to or who they barely lost or barely beat and then also how they lost or how they barely won um i think honestly puts ours in perspective and it makes it like one of the least interesting yeah. or least concerning results of the weekend. Um, so obviously the, the the two big ones that stand out here is uh, we'll start with Marshall. So Marshall loses to Bowling Green in overtime, 34 to 31. Um, this is a Bowling Green team, obviously, that we beat in a bowl game years ago for our first bowl win um, under Willie Fritz. Uh, this is a bad football team, people. I mean, it, <clears throat> this is, I, I think you said the, the rankings, Cody, had them at 122. Yeah, 122, um, overall, 122 or 123 in the football power index. Yeah. So you're talking, you know, close, the, like in the bottom 10 right there. Um, and this is a team that lost to UCLA, which we'll get to here in a second because they played South Alabama. Um, but, you know, maybe not that surprising there, 45 to 17. They lose to Eastern Kentucky in the second week of the season, 59 to 57. Um, you know, shootout there. Overtimes. But, Seven overtimes, but, um, you know, that's obviously a FC, a, a pretty good FCS opponent, but a FCS team nonetheless. Um, and then, yeah, Marshall comes in, uh, you know, high off that win um, in South Bend, uh, uh, knocking off top 10 team in Notre Dame. And then, uh, yeah, just just uh, the, the hangover's real, 34-31. Yeah. Uh, um, so, and then the other big, I think, shocker, and I think you can make an argument for a third, but the other big shocker there was Georgia State now Owen three. I mean, you love to see it, but like, you know, this, this, this was, uh, a, a team that, you know, objectively Cody and I both picked as a sleeper in the East. Um, one, you know, yeah, they, you know, they had their best season ever last year, only, you know, still only winning seven games, but experienced quarterback, um, co- you know, uh, some continuity there with the coaching staff. Um, they're getting older, you know, across the board, we thought this was going to be a really strong football team. They've had a strong slate out of conference schedule slate, right up until this past week. Um, so obviously starting with South Carolina, um, fairly close game there on the road. They host North Carolina. We're in that game, um, but still lose. Then they host Charlotte, um, which has been pretty much since moving up um, right to, to FBS, one of the uh, basement dwellers um, of FBS. So um, they lose this one 42 to 41 um, there at Turner field. And uh, yeah, I mean that that's, I mean, that's an embarrassing loss. Yeah, And they're just as bad as Bowling Green. They're what, wherever yeah. the football power index, wherever Bowling Green is, Charlotte's like one spot below them. 
Not a very good football team. Yeah. So and and so yeah. So FAU they they uh, opened the season at FAU. Uh, Charlotte did lose forty three to thirteen. So um, you know where Bowling Green lost to UCLA, which is obviously a Power Five team, not a very good one, but Power Five team nonetheless. Um, <clears throat> they lose to FAU, which is a a fairly good Conference USA team. Um, obviously one that we have gotten to know pretty well. Um, but then uh, more shockingly, right than than Bowling Green, they lose forty one to twenty four to William and Mary. Charlotte did 41 to 24 to an FCS opponent. Um, so yeah, I mean, almost doubling them up and, uh, and then get blown out by Maryland, which obviously hasn't, you know, been relevant in, in decades. And, um, no, but Maryland's and not bad. Mar- they're, they're not, not bad. bad. They're not bad, but 56 to 21. I mean, they, they haven't played anybody close this year. Charlotte, um, and they were, you know, I, I think dead last in in the the bottom ten and a couple of those like polls that that come out. Um, if not second to last, um, Georgia State was in there too. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, losing forty two to forty one, um, especially at home, is inexcusable. Yeah, yeah, very inexcusable. But I'm not I'm not mad about it. Anytime they lose, I'm happy. Yeah, put put uh, old Benny boy in this place. <laughs> um, so, and then I guess I, I you know, I had kind of alluded to a, a third most shocking, and that has to be Louisiana, right? Losing to Rice. Um, I don't think we talked about this um, on air, uh, but I know Cody, you and I kind of discussed. I think we went through Louisiana's schedule. Arguably the easiest. Yes. Um, yeah, non-conference just, yeah. slate and conference slate. Um, in the Sunbelt Conference. Um, obviously, they play in the weaker division in the West, um, but their non-conference slate compared to everybody else's, I mean, it's pretty weak. Um, Rice, you know, uh, used to be one of those basement dwellers. Um, they are on the rise. I believe they made a bowl game last year, six or seven wins, um, you know, out of Conference USA. But they win by 12, 33 to uh, 21. Um, you know, this was a road game um, so uh, for Louisiana. So the, this was in Houston. Um, but but still, I mean, you know, we, we thought, or I thought anyway, that Louisiana would have a drop-off after losing so much talent, losing so much experience, and obviously losing uh, much of their coaching staff, including Billy Napier to Florida. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I think, I think you're starting to see the results of that. No, you are. You are. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Louisiana pro- either progresses or, or trends downward as the season goes along. Um, they get ULM this week. That'll be an interesting matchup. They always that always is a close game, or at least it has been the last couple of seasons, regardless of who's good or who's bad. Um, and I that's one <laughs> I'm going to keep an eye out on because you never know what Terry Bowden has up his sleeves, man. That could be a that could be a game in which ULM may pull it off. That's true. So, that's true. Yes. Speaking of that, I mean, I, we can jump to App State real quick. Obviously, they host College Game Day, right? Tip of the hat there. Um, and uh, and they host Troy. You know, they talk about it on College Game Day. <laughs> Do they have that hangover right after knocking off a top ten team in Texas A and M, which bounced back with a, a win against Miami? Um, they almost did. <laughs> they almost did. Should have lost the game. Um, uh, we've all seen it by now, right? The Hail Mary tip pass um, goes in, unbelievable. Uh, and and they they pull it out thirty two to twenty eight there at the Rock and Boone. So. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, not much you can say. I mean, I, I really the 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 takeaway I guess from that matchup is two parts. Uh, part one, App State is human, right? I mean, I like they they've kind of you you saw vulnerability in the defense in the first game against North Carolina. You saw kind of a grinded out game that they uh, won there in College Station, um, and then yeah, you saw this one where where they had some of that hangover and kind of a back and forth game, um, and obviously able to to pull it out on just like a miracle play. Part B though is Troy, right? I mean, yes, they're they're one and two right now, um, but this is a team, you know, under a second year head coach that I I think is on the rise in the West. Um, so this is no one, Troy's your first he, year. Uh, this is his first year. For for oh, it's his first yeah. year. Yeah, okay. Um, so and 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 yeah, so I I think you're seeing a team that's hungry, that's bought in, that's going to compete. Um, for four quarters, and and you saw that certainly against App, you know, are arguably you know um, the best team in. Yeah, in the I mean, they had them beat the for fifty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds. Um, yeah, and probably 
uh, one of the toughest uh, group of five, if not all college football, you know, home field advantages is the app. So, I mean, that's a that's a team you got to watch out of the West. Again, I think you're you hit the nail on the head in the, one of the preview episodes where you had it as South Alabama and Troy. Um, those two teams, one of those, I think, are going to come out of the West to to win that division. I think they are. Yeah, I mean, Louisiana certainly can still make a run. They'll they'll have a say. Yeah, they'll have a say. Um, but I, I don't think this isn't a one-team race no. anymore. I, I think this is at least a three-team race in the West. Um, and, and yeah, I, I, I definitely kind of um, favor uh, South Alabama or, or Troy in that conversation. So, um, And then speaking of South Alabama, um, them and Old Dominion uh, both – Facing Power Five opponents, um, winnable games. Uh, South Alabama Shit on the road one. against UCLA. Uh, Old Dominion going for the state title there after knocking off Virginia Tech um, earlier in, in Week One. Uh, facing Virginia um, in Virginia, um, and they lose sixteen to fourteen. Um, South Alabama loses thirty-two to thirty-one. Um, Should have kicked the field goal. Tried to fake it. Ended up losing. Um, just yeah, both See, of those, I hate man. Fake field I mean, goals. If you're gonna if you're gonna go for it on fourth down, put your offense out there. Put your mm-hmm. best offensive players out there. Or if you're gonna fake it, don't do that fake in which it becomes blatantly obvious that you're gonna do a fake, right? <laughs> like yep. Deuce, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it, it was, I mean, everyone could see terrible. that coming. It was it was terrible. Just kick the field goal. Just kick the field goal. But no. I mean it's a tough week. Tough week for the belt. Um, see what happens this week. Kicks off on Thursday with who are actually our next two opponents are going to be after Ball State. That was a that was a really bad fake field goal. That was like the sorority girl dying in a Friday the Thirteenth film, right? <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it's happening. It was one of the worst fakes. <laughs> it was one of the worst plays I've seen in a very long time. Um. Almost as bad as remember the old play back like maybe like a decade ago in which the wide receiver just like falls over. <laughs> it was it was like that level bad. Yeah. Oh man. So I guess rounding out the the I mean obviously a, a couple more uh, games you had uh, Memphis beating Arkansas State forty two to thirty two or uh, yeah forty four to thirty two um, Arkansas State led this game um, at, at one point right uh, late yeah I in believe, the fourth right um, in the fourth and and then ended up losing uh, there by uh, twelve uh, twelve yeah twelve thank you there for you the, go for the. Math assist there, Cody. So, um, and then, uh, and then Coastal, uh, they improved to three and oh, but man, they've struggled every game. <laughs> they've had to, work had to work for those three wins. Um, they host Buffalo, obviously returning the favor. They, they went up there and, um, squeaked out a win, um, up there in, in, in New York, uh, last year. Um, they host them in Conway and uh, win 30, 38 to 26, um, but needed to score 21 points in the fourth quarter to do it. Um, and then, uh, you know, the two results that, you know, everyone kind of saw coming was number two, Alabama, obviously knocking off ULM 63 to seven and number 17, Baylor knocking off Texas state 42 to seven. And so, Southern Miss destroying um, their FCS opponent. Yeah, Southern Miss uh, finally getting that first win against Northwestern State, sixty-four to ten, which is good to see some life out of them, even against an inferior opponent. They didn't um, play bad yeah, against Miami last weekend or two weekends. No, they had yeah. a tough run. Yeah, thirty to seven against Miami, and then uh, tough loss to uh, Liberty in the season opener, twenty-nine to twenty-seven. Again, Liberty's a good football yeah. team. Should have beat number nineteen team in the country in Wake Forest. Um, so yeah. Uh, like uh, yeah just like uab um cool so let's move to ball state um you know this is a team again like in our preview episode cody i mean yeah mac team we obviously have right three and one right all time as a fps member against uh the mac or i guess all time against the mac um obviously beating bowling green in a bowl game uh, being in eastern michigan in a bowl game um and then splitting with uh, Western Michigan, right? Uh, beating them at home under Fritz, losing up there. Uh, <clears throat> but first ever meeting against Ball State um, out of Muncie, Indiana. Um, you want to give a quick backstory of why they're called Ball State? I wasn't planning yeah. on it, but we can. Well, I'll put, put you on, you on the, spot. the spot. It is 
if you have a mason jar at your house, which I'm sure a lot of us do, uh, if you look on the inscription of it, you will see probably the word ball on it for ball corporation, or I think maybe even ball glass company. Um, the owners of that a long time ago, back in the early 20th century, uh, that's who founded Ball State, the owner of that corporation. They founded Ball State in Muncie, Indiana. That's where the corporation was headquartered at. And then I think now it's in Colorado where you live at. Um, but yep. that's how Ball State became Ball State. Kind of interesting. But anyways, there you go. There's your history lesson for the day, folks. There you go. So, uh, yeah, hosting them, uh, second uh, home game of the season, homecoming, right? Yes, um, homecoming. And, back to the 2000s, uh, yeah, so- Matt, if you want to feel old. They're going back oh, to the God. is that yes, really the theme? The I didn't even know the theme. For oh, no. those who don't know, Matt and I went from '05 to '09. I think he graduated spring of '10. But yeah, it was. Uh, That's so it sad. Is sad. <laughs> oh. I used to make fun of my brother for like '80s night on Friday <laughs> on like the. I forget even. I don't even think the stations around anymore in Atlanta. But but yeah, now now it's like two thousands yeah. music, not even nineties music anymore. Yeah, back oh. to the two thousands. Okay, back to the two thousands. Time machine. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, they should hosting, have started off the week um, with a Y two K scare. Right there, <laughs> there you go. go. So, Host and Ball State, um, you know they they come in uh, at one and two on the season. Um. They're 0-1 in the conference, uh, open against Tennessee, which looks to be, you know, they're a contender in the East and, and the SEC. Um, you know, contender for second place it, in obviously. the East. Contender for second <laughs> place, yeah, because, I mean, it's it's definitely UGA and everyone else. Um, not just not just in the East, but probably the entire conference and, and maybe country. Um, at least the way it's gone the first couple weeks. So, um, yeah, go go to Knoxville, uh, get dom. I mean, completely dominated. I, I watched parts of that game. Fifty nine and ten was never even closer in question. Um, we miss, uh, mentioned Western Michigan. Uh, they host them. Um, they lose uh, 30, uh, 37 to thirty. Um, and then they pick up their lone win of the season of the young season so far, thirty one to nothing um, against Murray State. Uh, you know, <clears throat> FCS opponent that uh, former coach Chris Hasher used to coach. So, um, but he's not there now. Yeah, so, but he's not there now. Yeah, at at Sam for now. Um, so yeah, Cody. I mean, you know this this is a team that um, you know we're right now. It's the first game we're favored in outside of the home opener or or season opener against Morgan State. Yep. Right. Um, I, I believe last time I checked, we were. Uh, 10 point favorites, I believe. Um, yeah, I think that actually shifted, um, a little bit. I think we were 11, maybe at one point where, where it looks like we're 10 now. Um, ESPN has us at 84.7% win, um, probability. Um, but you know, this is a team again that, uh, as we mentioned in the preview made a bowl game last year, right? I mean, they, they've been a bad football team for uh many years but they're getting better yeah um probably had their best season in a while last no, year no well they had a better um, one in the the covid year the covid year they were like oh and, the, and yeah yeah. In 20, yeah um and that where they play like six games yeah or they right? i think they only lost like one or yeah. two games um yeah. and then from that oh yeah yeah because because count because count yeah. played against them so um yeah because they made they made the mac championship because they played obviously just a conference only schedule um, like six or seven games, and then uh, Buffalo. They played Buffalo and won the MAC in twenty. Yeah, so there were high expectations last year of them because a lot of that team came back, and then they just went like six and six. Um, and then I think they lost their bowl game, if I'm not mistaken, to Georgia State last season. Um, so, so no, it's um, this team. It's it's your typical MAC team, right? It's nothing flashy, nothing fancy. Big offensive lineman. They have a really good running back. The quarterback is okay. Um, it's going to be... Here's my personal thought on this, Matt, before we kind of get to... This is a, a a statement game for us, right? This is this is a, a leadership This will show game. what we're actually going to be, yeah. I think. I mean, I, I know we've said that every week, so, so maybe that's getting played out, but like... Again, the UAB game, I, it's not a panic button no. situation. No. Like, like we did not get dominated in that game. We played the worst game we've played so far. Um, 
you know, after starting the season faster than anyone expected, as mm-hmm. a, especially offensively, um, of, of kind of breaking it in. Um, we looked human, and we lost against a, a, a pretty good Conference USA team. Um, in this one, returning home, this is, I agree, it's a statement game. This is one where we flex our muscle and really show, like, is, is this going to be a grinded out win by you know one score or even even 14 points or less or is this one that like maybe is a little interesting like at halftime and then like morgan state we pull yeah. away like that's that's what i want and to i think this shows to me the leadership of the team right like everybody had a really bad game last week for the most part um outside of maybe say the offensive line and running back group but you know how are you when when the chips are down and things didn't go your way? Are you gonna moan and groan and stay negative and stay crying in the corner, or is this team gonna stand up, come out ready to play, come out ready to practice, and look forward to putting a butt whooping on Ball State come this Saturday? And we'll find out. Um, I hope and expect us to come out looking to put some, get some of our anger out from that loss from last week. And really just kind of say, we're going to take it to them. We're not going to let up. And we're going to put as many points as we can up on Ball State. And hopefully by the time that fourth quarter ends, you're going to look up to another score similar to Morgan State. Um, and kind of like say, okay, we're for real. We're here to contend and we're here to play in the Sun Belt and, and start it the following week. I completely agree. Yeah, no, statement game, um, you know, player to watch, Ball State's definitely going to be Carson Steele, the running <laughs> yeah. back again. Like I said, they, you know, the, uh, we we get no favors here. Um, obviously, you know, no secret, our, our weakness on defense um, is, uh, is is rush defense, um, you know, with, with the tackling and angles. So, um, again, maybe not the best that we'll see all year. Um, you know, we, we might have already seen that uh, last week, and uh, if not last Last week than against Nebraska, um, but uh, but yeah, Carson Steele. I mean, he's 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 a good ball player. Uh, you know, a sophomore, six one two fifteen, um, carried the ball sixty two times so far this season, three hundred four yards, two touchdowns, four point nine average. Cody, you have a fun fact. He has about a pet that. alligator, apparently. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, no, this there is this is a bruiser running back. It's gonna if you try to tackle him high, he's gonna run you over. He's a fullback. Yeah. He's a fullback. Yeah. Yeah, six one two fifteen. He's built like a fullback. Looks like a fullback. Has a pet alligator like a fullback. <laughs> um, you know, like I mean, yeah. Th- this this is a guy that you know if if that's that's going to be what they want to do, right? They're gonna they're gonna want to establish running it very much like Ball State or very much like UAB, right? That's going to be their game plan. They're gonna want to um, time of possession, win time of possession, um, run it down our throat. And um and and limit our plays, but again, I mean, we ran eighty plus plays, yeah, against UAB. So and then you know they'll pass the ball, they'll try to split it fifty fifty, um, and they'll try to hit us over the top. But we have to be mindful of that, um, and we have to kind of again, I think it starts with taking away their run game, taking that out best we can. And then really let our offense kind of jump out and get out to an early lead, and just kind of put the pedal to the metal and not, and do not stop. This is one of those games in which I tell the team, we're going to run the score up on this team. If we can. Yes. Yes. hundred percent. Um, and yeah, and, and hopefully they do in front of home crowd and homecoming. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. This, this just has to be a statement game. Um, and yeah, who, who knows how it works out for, for both teams. But again, I mean, you know, this, this isn't a team to take lightly, no, just like UAB. Um, but you know, put that one uh, to bed and, and and focus on task at hand. Go one and zero this week um, in in our conference yeah. play. And and you know, if if we do take care of business, that means we're three and one, which is um, a lot know, better ahead. than what really anybody had us going into conference play. Um, I know, I know, yeah. you and I were just hoping to be two and two with honestly winning against Morgan State and then winning this game. But now that we have the Nebraska win, we can easily go into conference play three and one. I think at that point, 
Coastal's a winnable game I on the road. Coastal is. They're they're more than yeah. human. They're more than human. We've never faced Grayson nope. McCall. We've talked about that. Um, he's still healthy as we speak, um, but you know they've <laughs> looked vulnerable to say the least. Um, Georgia State is is limping. I mean they're a wounded dog, um, and uh, you know so we'll we'll see you know how it shakes out what what the records look like. Um, but yeah, I mean if if we can if we can get out of this three and one going into conference play, I think our our first two conference games both on the road are winnable affairs yeah. um against coastal and georgia state so. i think so too and then well you know obviously with the game in atlanta that'll be a home game pretty much i mean there'll be more yeah, well, fans yeah. of ours than there is of of the atlanta school uh but no i i look <clears throat> and not only a statement game as far as a team perspective but also i think this is a game that kyle wants to get into really right like you just had the bad game yeah less than 50 percent completion rate three interceptions one touchdown I think he's probably more than <laughs> more than anybody else wants to get back out there and, and show what he can do and, and put that game behind him, right? Like he wants to I thought put, about that too. And I, I think you're gonna see that he's a yeah. sincere guy, right? Like you're gonna see his experience shine in this game. Cause again, like the norm is the Nebraska game. Mm-hmm. Like like and again it I don't care like the defense or, or any of those like intangibles, like I, to to me, like what we saw against Nebraska and what we saw for three quarters against Morgan State, that's Calvin Trees. Yeah. That's the type of quarterback he can be consistently. Um, and we're gonna, I, I think we're really gonna yeah. see that. Consistency we just have to make sure he doesn't continue to fall in love with that boundary deep pass and get yeah. him focused more on all right, hit the short outs, hit the short slants, <laughs> hit the screens. You know, run game when we can. And then go from there. The deep passes will be there eventually, right? Eventually, teams. Eventually, teams you will, let everything open yeah. up and utilize utilize your weapons. I mean, you know, like obviously losing Sam was was a huge hit, but like but we're fortunate to have a lot loved, of other weapons on the team, right? And I love to see OJ Arnold uh, get some touches after really being pretty quiet against Nebraska, except for his special teams, right? So. Seeing him get involved against UAB was promising. Yeah, because he gave us a spark. Um, he's a there good pass catcher in that game. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a good pass catcher. So that's, that's my thing is like, you know, you, you start it off however you want to start it off. If, if you want to like test stuff in the passing game, that's fine. If it's not working again, rely on the run game and then rely on that short stuff. Um, and then let your guys, not just your wide receivers, but your guys like OJ Arnold, um, you know, uh, yeah, catch the ball and, and make some plays and then um, loosen up the defense yeah. to, to do, do what no. you want. Yep. So. No. Um, I just remember we didn't go over the, the boneheaded special teams play that we had in the UAB game that cost us like 25 yards. So, you know, that I think that is worth calling out. So, right, I mean, you, you, you talk, we, we talked about the hangover, right? Um, we talked about the turnover battle um, and that, yeah, I mean, it, it, like there's uh, – I'll, I'll put money on it, right? We're not going to win another game if we have 3-0 turnover. No, we um, won't. Uh, difference, right? Um, but or, – or possibly even 2-0, but, but, but certainly 3-0. Um, penalties, though, was the other thing. So, I mean, in, in this one, just four penalties, which is actually surprising looking back because I, I thought there was more like six um, or maybe even seven, but, um, yeah – looking at four for 42 yards, but costly ones. Um, right. And, and, and we hadn't, you know, the, the few that we had against Morgan state and Nebraska, you can make that argument too, but, but we had some lapses, right. Uh, with, with some of these, yeah, penalties. I'll be honest um, with you. One, of them, us, one yeah. of them was a terrible call. The one on Tyler bride when it was, I think 20, Eight to twenty-one, still, or maybe twenty-one yeah, to fourteen. Thirty yards away, uh, away was the referee. Yeah, that one. That one flag. was a terrible one. I was thinking more, just the special teams in which we had. Oh, who was it? I think Amari Jones got us. He flinched, right? Wasn't no, he got no. Okay. Amari Jones got us to like the fifty or on the plus side of the field, but we had somebody else. The center, the center flinched. No, though. you're no. This is on a punt return. We're no. we're getting the ball. Oh, punt. We return it, I think, to like our forty-eight or forty-seven. But they wave it back because we had somebody on the other side of the oh, field yeah, yeah. wave, yeah, and it gave the yeah. fail, fair catch. So it would take it back to where we caught it at. That is something that that needs 
hopefully is being addressed and and we won't make that mistake going forward the rest of the year um because that cost us big that took us back 25 30 yards where if we're starting up there on the plus side of the the field who knows what happens then at that point we may score we probably get at least an easier field goal to kick i mean so i don't know it's that's i I just it just hit me that we didn't bring that up that i wanted to bring that up um because even even special teams i think that tells you just how bad the whole three phases of the game were special teams the first two games have been great we hadn't had any issues with special teams and then and then this week or this past week against uab that one was to me the first bad play with special teams and I know we missed a field goal, but that was a long field goal. And to be quite honest with you, um, I can't blame a field goal kicker for missing one that's fifty-four yards. And and to be honest with you, he had plenty of leg. It was a little, yeah, yeah. Leg. He had plenty of leg. It was a little, yeah, a little bit of a head scratcher because I know we're deep at kicker, right? Yeah. I mean, we've got three or four, um, and it was a guy that does the kickoffs. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. Interesting decision there. It, you know, some of that I don't want to say telling, but I mean, it's just interesting, like seeing some of those scenarios play out, right? Like again, like we're human. Calvantrice is human. Special teams is human. Coaching staff is human. Like we're gonna we're gonna make those maybe poor uh, coaching decisions here and there, and then the team is gonna make those like lapses in judgment or. Um, yeah, like with, with the fair catch and um, jumping off sides and in opportune times and, and things like that, that we really hadn't seen up until yeah. this point. But 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 the key is, like, can we clean that yeah. up? So, no, and I think we can. Um, I mean, obviously yeah. they weren't there in the first two games. I think that, I think this UAB game, a lot of it, at least now, to me, appears to be a lot of fluky stuff, right? Like I, I agree. Like, yeah. This doesn't appear to be what should be normal or what should we should expect going forward. Um, yeah. But we'll see. I think this game against Ball State, I really think we come out and make a statement here. I really do. I think not only does the coaching staff, but a lot of the players want to come out and, and really show kind of what this team is. Yeah, I agree. I, I know, again, like, it's like broken record. Like, and uh, yeah, I don't think we should get a habit of every week. Like, this is, this is going to be the defining game. But like, uh, again, like if if we had we had said in the preview of UAB, right, that like if we went out and got embarrassed, that it would like it would erase basically the the Nebraska, yeah, game, right. That it would just like overshadow it. Um, I don't think we got embarrassed. We lost by fourteen, but I but I, again we were in there late. We, you know we clawed back from twenty one down, um, and we shot ourselves in the foot time and time again. It, we we lost the game. UAB didn't necessarily win it. Um, so I'm optimistic for the rest of the season. Where you know yeah I I agree. I think I think this Ball State game is is a statement game. Um, there's going to be other ones once we start conference play, which as we kind of find out more about like our identity and just how good we can be. I, I don't think every game is going to be like that defining. I game. don't know, man. Like um, almost but, every game is, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's like almost all these games now are going to be rivalry games, right? Like we don't really like coastal. We certainly don't like Georgia state. Who yeah, knows what's going to happen true. when James Madison comes to town because they got out this week. If they pull off that victory, then What's that Honestly, game going to be? On deck, on deck. That's that's the most like alarming game for me. I mean, obviously you can't look ahead. Like, I mean, even Ball State. Like, we we can't take them for granted. Obviously, um, but if if you you know if we do get by them, um, once we start conference play, if, if if you asked me like what I was the most nervous about that 10 15 game against James Madison and that's you know first first home game conference so yeah that's going to be a I mean, tough that, one i yeah. mean no doubt that's going to be a tough one uh but we'll see we'll see what they are after this week right like they've had yeah. talk about defining yeah, games define, that's that, going to define that's gonna, i know they're hot they're they're hungry for that yeah. one. um so so yeah i mean they they definitely have a chip on their shoulder um app state again human uh well you know we we saw that against troy so um, yeah, I, I think I think that game will be one to watch um, within the conference outside of ours. Uh, yeah, just to see not only how vulnerable App could be, um, 
and and kind of measure that with the East, but also like JMU, like do they have a you know a Cinderella kind of season like yep. we did in twenty fourteen? Mm-hmm. So, um, cool, Cuddy. I think that pretty much covers. Okay. it. Okay. I think it does. Right. I don't have much else. No more weddings this weekend, No more right? weddings. I don't see any weddings anywhere near my future. I think that wraps it up as far as both sides of the family go. So it'll be right, it'll be a long time. You'll be in attendance in Paulson yes, this Saturday. Yes, I will. And I think the weather's four, supposed to four be... 4 o'clock Eastern. No, 6. 6, six. o'clock. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in mountain time and I'm seeing oh, it. Oh, yeah. Okay, 6 o'clock. 6 yep. Eastern, right. 4 mountain. 4 my time. 4 mountain. Yep. For all for all those Eagle fans in mountain time. <laughs> um, there's a few of us out here. Um, all right, Cody. Well, we'll pick it up, uh, hopefully at 3-1 non-conference starting conference schedule. And uh, as always, Hail, Hail Southern. Southern.